0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Before any of that, I want you to get in touch and just answer a very, very simple question for me. Do we now live in rugby country? 087 1400 106. I can hear Shane Coleman is at home listening to this, tearing his hair out. My colleague on News Talk <laughs> Breakfast. So, this is a survey uh, that is published in today's newspapers. I saw it in the Irish Examiner from Energia. A majority of people, or certainly more people uh, than selected other sports, have picked rugby as their favorite sporting pastime, beating Gaelic games, football, golf, and everything else to claim the top spot in people's hearts. Is rugby your favorite? Sporting pastime Do you think it is Our most popular sport It certainly is According to this survey 87 1400 Colin Buhigg From Off the Ball Is with me to discuss As is Cahill Minogue uh, From Today FM And the Journal's editor Sinead O'Carroll Sinead it's official Like it is It is It is official We are in rugby country
1: It's just a conversation On a loop I'm pretty sure We had this conversation In 2018 right the, Oh the yeah And <laughs> we
0: will have it In four more years Don't worry Probably at Six Nations Maybe next year
1: yeah, uh, so 31% of people said they love rugby. Most of them knew the World Cup was going on. These are all great stats if you love sport. Yeah, we don't have to fight with each other. Is this the whole point that we're going to fight with each other today? I don't know, maybe I'm the wrong person to have. It's, whole it's
2: MO,
0: the time. It's whole MO, not just at this show, the entire station. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. did, did, uh, um, i meant to believe we're not going to have a big blazing row here in studio. Call him. Yeah. Yeah. Defend defend rugby then or something. Defend rugby? Or, or, or denigrate it.
3: What well, what what side do I
0: lie on here? I'm not sure. For <laughs> well, the sake not, of, for the sake of actual arguments. it's
1: not the actual most popular no, sport not. in the That's country. That's not
0: contriving argument. Yeah. It's not the most popular sport, no, is it? Be,
3: no, because because there was other stats in that article too, which goes against that completely. Like um, kids' participation in sport, rugby was a fair bit down the list, wasn't it? It totally depends where you go in the country. Like if you like you're going to Searsons of a weekend and be like here you hear you like, and then say what's the most popular sport in the country? You get in unison rugby with a big cheers. And if you go down to another part of the country and even suggested the idea, you'd be thrown out.
1: My father-in-law actually read this, um must have been yesterday, and I was on a call with him and he laughed and said, someone said to me, oh, they're saying uh, rugby's the most popular uh, sport in the country. There's only 209 rugby clubs in the country. Sure, there's more than that, more GA clubs in Cork. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh,
0: 259 uh, GA clubs in Cork. Um, but, uh, so, like, Carl, this is partly then about just is it people responding to the level of hype there is around rugby yeah. know, that were a few days ahead from the World Cup?
2: I think though generally across the country rugby might be the most popular sport as a spectator. Like even if you're not a big sports fan I think you're more inclined to go to a rugby match particularly an international rugby match than you would be to Croke Park to an even an All-Ireland semi-final for lots of reasons. It's more of a party atmosphere Uh they do sell booze at these games, which is sometimes a yeah. hot topic. But I do think that there's, that it is popular to go to a game and it's a day out and all that. So I definitely think I'm not totally surprised by the result. It isn't the most popular sport to play or to be involved with, particularly where I'm from in Cashel. It's it's a predominantly GAA town, but rugby is actually, they play it at a higher grade in the country, but it's a lot more people play GA, and that's mm. for lots of different reasons. And and Cashel had the surrounding villages; it becomes the Cashel Rugby Club, let's say. Whereas, you know, the surrounding villages outside the town are also GA clubs as well. You know, yeah. so this-
1: but. There's also a, a good thing to to say about rugby. Is like we can be hopeful. Like you can go into Irish rugby games with a lot of hope and with a lot of expectation. And unfortunately, we can't say the same at the moment about football. And in lots of different counties, people can't say the same. Especially if you're in Leinster, yeah. you can't say the same about even going to a Leinster championship game. So in football, so you know there's there's a lot to be said for going into it. Now loads of text was like, yeah, but there's only rugby's only played by a certain amount of mm. countries in the world, and that's all true. Which is mm. why if you ask people. Which World Cup would you prefer to win? I'm pretty sure it's going to be a huge, huge number of saying, of course we'd prefer to win the Mm. Football World Cup. I think even a lot of rugby fans would say that. (laughs) It
2: also also helps that um, our biggest rugby players play their club rugby in Ireland, whereas our superstar soccer players are all over in England.
0: There's a sense of attachment that people have to... The rugby team that they wouldn't necessarily have to the football team. Yeah.
3: Well, it's a good brand to associate yourself with too because we're genuinely world-class at a team sport. And we love that. Yeah. Because we're so used to being the underdogs on the world stage. But the rugby team is the best in the world. Well, on paper, I mean, many people will disagree with that and we'll see over the next month what actually happens. But you can list out a number of world-class players and they happen to be Irish. So it's, uh, of course, you're going to want to align yourself with that.
0: People
2: love to slate it though, don't they?
3: Uh, it's the yeah, culture around it though isn't Why it? is that? Because the
0: culture As in why why do we Why do we engage with My sports better than your sports? Yeah, I just thing?
2: think I think particularly at rugby There's a lot of begrudgers With yeah. rugby Like I think that that result That poll result Will get a lot of people shouting And <laughs> waving their fists in the air To say no It's not, Where if that was a, a result On soccer or GAA I don't think that uh, people would have
0: yeah, I think I, I think you're possibly right. I think the percentage of the population who uh, would take a kind of uh, perverted pleasure in Ireland losing in rugby is greater than the percentage of the population who take any pleasure in us losing at football. I
1: think that's 100% yeah. fair. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to drill down on the exact reasons of that. Some some of it is my So drive, I think I think plenty
0: of people who are huge rugby fans are utterly apathetic about football and Gaelic games. They, but they don't care whereas there's an the, the apathy spills over into actual disdain. Yeah, totally. More regularly, not for everyone, but more regularly. On I think the
1: other part side. of that is the, you know, the the team of us stuff and when mm. it a lot of the Hashtag time it doesn't doesn't feel like a team. Sorry, hashtag it. team of us. It often doesn't feel like that because you know a huge part of the growth of the game and a huge part of the success of the game is because of a private school system that yeah. allows for these amazing athletes to come out of it. So you know that's not the case over like across the entire country. There's a you know there's a lot to be said for what happens in Connacht, uh, Ulster, and and Munster being different to that. But you know a lot of our players in this in this squad are Leinster players who've come through academies who have come through private skills and that doesn't feel as team of Aussie as yeah. um, other sports will so that I don't think that's 100% fair that there, there should be so much disdain for it but I think that's part of the thinking behind it and I also do think there is a lot of the same from rugby people who talk about football people as if you know if, if there's a refereeing you know if someone uh, you know oh. says something to the referee <laughs> you know you'll hear rugby now. people saying you don't get that now they can't say it anymore <laughs> they can't say it to do that anymore now obviously after uh, Johnny Sexton oh. but you know so- it, that
0: drives me absolutely <laughs> wrong. And all these rugby accounts that you see online, you know, like um and uh as as examples of kind of gentlemanly conduct and how kind of people should be talking to referees. I mean, they're different sports. You know what I mean? But anyway, I'm not getting it just it absolutely drives me wrong. Um uh, but uh, column like there there is as well wherever you go, whether it's casual or anywhere else in the country, um uh you know, you can identify certain sets as well. Don't they? like there's the rugby set and the football set mm. and the, the hurling set or whatever it happens to be. Um, and then that lends itself to tribalism. Totally. and where we, we can all fall kind of prey to it. So that's, that's a bit of the my sport is better than your sport. Oh, yeah. It's tribalism, isn't it?
3: It's amazing for a country so small with so many different interests, so many different sports. Like we have four huge sports in this country. Massive, tiny population. Different accents, different sports. It's all going on. Like I think with the rugby thing, a lot of people feel alienated by it completely and feel like it is a classist thing. So there is definitely a lot of joy when the team doesn't do that well because you see like outside the Six Nations aren't there uses at World Cup so far so you have the Six Nations which people say okay fair enough but every time Ireland beat New Zealand the the detractors are saying sure it's only a friendly
0: Mm.
2: Yeah
3: and you'll never get away from that no matter what like no matter what the rugby defender will say because that's only a friendly and sure like if all people play rugby
1: I think isn't that why there was a bit of a turning point in 2006 with Munster because I think you know a lot more people felt attached to that Munster team there even was, if they weren't from Munster yeah
3: it was like a more of an accepting culture and I'm yeah. doing like air quotes there big time yeah. because there is I like even when I go down to Munster now I went down to Cork after the Grand Slam and people in a pub were like i oh, but sure like no one from Munster was playing
1: oh yeah there's
3: Peter Romani right, uh, and that's about it Sure, like I'm not celebrating Lens to the Grand Slam <laughs> and I and, 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 you know, I have be, heard very similar and like, in you Munster you'd you yeah. be laughing there like, but there was no laughing like, you're not seeing people's <laughs> teeth and you're saying this like this is like you should do yeah, what I do serious.
1: and just serious. laugh at the Munster oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
3: and <laughs> just walk away but tribalism there's totally yeah I mean people <laughs> feel ownership over their particular sport
1: and after the World Athletics Championships we've just had so people in athletics would feel particularly aggrieved by this because they think they have to do so much more to get the recognition mm. in a sport that's obviously I sound like Dervil work now you know it's such a deep sport it's so hard to get to finals whereas they're looking being like oh the rugby lads get praised for this or the football lads get praised for this or the football women get praised for this we're, what we're doing is particularly special but just it's it's great to see Irish people being engaged in things like the World Athletics Championship and even in things like the, the rugby in the next few weeks if they're not into sport generally that this gives them a gateway to, to kind of start like, yeah. and kind of think about their own volunteering or their own coaching or their own participation that it might be like these little gateways in and i do think that is what rugby does well going to your point about people going like when you go to a rugby match you'll generally see probably a bit more gender balance Mm -hmm. you you see gender balance in ga all the time but probably in rugby much more so than football when you like go to the Aviva, you'll probably see Mm -hmm. many more women there than you would uh, at football games,
2: it's it it definitely is a a better day out in some for 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 many people to go to a rugby game. The fact that and they they do it very well. They do it on Saturday evenings as well as that. You know, like a lot of the big GA matches are on. Like for instance, the All Ireland Final, best day of the year. But it's at three o'clock on a Sunday or half three on a Sunday, which doesn't entice some people. You know, whereas like some of the biggest Six Nation matches are on Saturday evening, and you can feel the buzz in around the town. Uh, I definitely think that they it, rugby does that that thing very well. Yeah, and and it makes it kind of feel a small bit. In, you know, it, it, like there's obviously it's obviously segregated in a way because there's <laughs> obviously that whole chat of classism and all this kind of stuff. But also, it's, you know, anyone can go, and mm. it's a, and like you're not surprised to hear someone that isn't a big sports fan that they are at the rugby at the weekend. Yeah, I went to the Ireland England game on Saturday. And people are saying, "How'd you
1: until, get until we get to ticket prices and then yeah, yeah. And, it, and hotel prices?" Does, uh, not
3: everybody can go. Like it, like it does totally price people out. Yeah, so yeah. I would feel like um, there's definitely a more everybody can go to GAA feeling. But I mean, uh, ob- is that ob- true, every, every,
0: Like the, but all Ireland final, final here, but tickets are
3: very expensive. Yeah, now all it's, all it's finals, much cheaper yeah. to go
0: to like it was a fiver to go into a club match for me at the weekend. But then. Like, comparing like, with, like I don't know what the, how much it costs to That's go into a, cheap a club kind game. of. A, a, yeah, it is a <laughs> cheap club game. Yeah, it's only, it was only five or into club matches in Kilkenny per person.
2: Is it? Yeah. Mm. I was at the Monaghan the moment, County yeah. Senior Hurling Final on or Sunday and it was a tenner, which was cheap. Yeah,
1: it, it, yeah I've I'm seen good. 20 quid for, yeah, as you get to the business end. Yeah, of championship but my point yeah.
0: is, I guess, like, you know, um, the comparison with rugby would be some kind of provincial towns cup match. And I don't mm. know how
3: much the tickets are for that. Mm. But they're probably fairly accessible, Colin. They would be, but I was thinking when Carl was talking there, I was just imagining a big Ireland game. But like, and like going to that, you're right, like there's no better day out than that. Like that's a whole day thing. Yeah. But I, it just doesn't feel, I don't, I don't think it feels as accessible no, other sports for other people.
1: Tickets are, are really expensive, yeah. but I guess what you're looking at as well is value. Like tickets for, say, inter county Leinster Championship, you're paying whatever the guts of 20, 25 yeah. quid probably in but you're probably not getting much value for that if you're going to see the Dubs or someone or you're going to your own county to win a semi-final that they know they're going into a final that they're not going to win you know so that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day Yeah I wonder, I wonder <laughs> but, though
0: about the level of disdain that like as we said it's kind of slightly one directional you know and the kind of the, the shade and froiding when, when when the rugby team lose. I like is that reverse snobbery Sinead is that, is that because the rugby set was kind of perceived by some to be more kind of representative of kind of the the higher earners
1: No, I think people are allowed like what they like and not like what they don't like and I also think it's fair for someone to say I don't feel represented by these people and I don't feel that they are the team of us so I, I don't know mm. I don't think it's something that you could should say shout reverse snobbery at people I think it's actually just their feelings around how these squads are put together, how these uh, squads represent where they're from and yeah. at the moment that that is a particular set. Like obviously there are exceptions around the place but at the moment I can see why people feel that way um, and so I wouldn't fight against that necessarily. I would fight against the idea of taking a lot of joy in Ireland losing because I think like it, it's just so rare yes, <laughs> that, yeah. that like don't take joy in them losing because it's so rare when we get big days and, and wins and you'd probably have a nicer life if you embrace it a bit more yeah. but yeah
0: we we can we probably can be guilty Kyle, of just overanalyzing these things so and deep. like what really this is about is as as you've all kind of touched on to a degree is that we have a very good rugby team who might win a World Cup and as yeah. Sinead says like the European Championships or the World sorry, on and in Budapest I mean the, the level of interest was much higher here because we had genuine medal prospects it'll be the same with the Europeans in Rome next year and then the Olympics uh, later on in Paris so I mean that that's probably a big portion of you, 31% who respond to say rugby's my favourite sport I mean it might be completely different were you know we to be asking them a, a week ahead of the Women's World Cup yeah. or a, a week ahead of the next Men's World Cup if the men happen to be in it
2: Totally and like
0: what, and having to be decent.
2: And if 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 Ireland do get to a World Cup final, and there, there's going to be a huge day out for the country. You're always going to get the begrudgers, but like it is an, exci- it's an I exciting I would watch it time. if it was
0: in the front garden. <laughs> yeah, you'll always get that. But I think
2: like, look, let's let's uh, let's row in behind them. You know what I mean? It's definitely our chance to have that that Italian 19 moment in some ways, where we could have the chances. And there's a homecoming and all that. What I would be actually interested to see is a homecoming if they did? Or however far they get, if even they get past the quarter final, let's say, is there going to be a big homecoming for yeah. these? How, how far do they have to go before? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. How far they have
3: to go before yeah. they get an open top bus? Semis, I think. Well, so. they have the quarter final problems. Say they win the quarter final, Kyle. Say they lose the semi final to someone that they should be beating. See, I think. Oh, what's the reaction? Yeah. See, I think this is where I think this is where we get a real interest. I think this is
1: where we get into how the expectations change with. The sport and the previous expectations, like this team, are not going to be happy with a quarterfinal or a semi-final. So they absolutely would not, I don't think, be capable of celebrating or having an open-top bus or having any kind of homecoming if they lose a quarterfinal. I just don't think that will be within them. They like, and I think even if they're told, Johnny Sexton is not going to stand on any stage on any bus yeah. unless he has won the World Cup. So I think the expectation will dictate what actually happens when they come home Mm. and that is different to say going into a world athletic championship and going if we get two finalists if we get four finalists and two fourth places it's absolutely huge or the women's world cup where getting there was the big deal Mm -hmm. and I think the same would be for a men's world cup if we ever get to one again we'll celebrate being there this is totally different
3: I think so
0: all right, listen, we'll have to uh, leave it there. Uh, off the ball, it's Colin Buhig, Today FM's Colin Oag and the Journal's editor, Sinead O'Carroll. Listen, thank you all very, very much uh, for joining me on the show. John Inkelkenny says, Rugby is my gon- grandfather. God rest him they Sure, anyone can pick up a ball and run with it. But not everyone can solo in hurling. Well, actually, Jennifer in Roscommon, who's a Gaelic football fan, might have something to say to that, John. Because Jennifer says, hurling is the most snobby sport in Ireland. They think it is the greatest game in the world when it's only a little niche sport. Jennifer, it is niche because it is so difficult for people like yourself in Roscommon to master it. We wish you were better at it and you could provide some sort of challenge uh, to us in Kilkenny. Alas... It will never be. And Rory says, begrudgery of rugby. There are far more rugby fans who enjoy the soccer team losing, so they can say we're better. They are useless, in my experience, anyway. Whereas you should, of course, cheer on your country regardless of sport. Absolutely bizarre. Rory, thank you for the take. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy
3: with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.